Welcome to Church Jams Now, the podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds deep dive into Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. I, of course, am your co-host, Kylan Savage, and with me, as always, is Mr. T.J. Smith. No! I'm awkward! <laughs> Hold on, your audio broke up? What? And all I heard was a, yep! I'm <laughs> Did you hear that, Josh? Did you, was that the same for you? Uh, yes, exactly <laughs> the same. It's still, I still can't hear you, T.J. I said I'm hot for it! T.J., Oh. <laughs> what, what? what keeps happening? TJ, I can't hear you. Grab. <laughs> I said I'm Hawk Boy. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, your audio broke up so perfectly. And it was just you being like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be fun for the listeners. Off to a yeah. great start. <laughs> Isaac no, Horowitz because... turned me into a hawk. <laughs> Call and of course, we have our beautiful producer, Josh Olson. Hey guys, happy to be back. We are on episode four out of five of our As Cities Burn miniseries, and we said at the very, very, very beginning of this miniseries that by the time you listeners heard this, we will have come up with a very clever name. I don't know why we said that. I don't either, but... Because we keep not having anything good. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you guys. You've had plenty of time, so here's the time to resubmit our pitches. For the name of the miniseries. Oh, I got it. Okay. As Series Bird. Oh, that's not bad. A mini cities. A mini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's uh, it. You like it? I think uh, that's it. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Live on air. Yeah. As Series Burns. TJ, TJ did it. Wow. He <laughs> yeah. put him on the spot right. and he delivered. Uh, he did, man. Sometimes I'm that very happens. Not <laughs> often. So we have covered. So far, Son, I Loved You at Your Darkest, Come Now Sleep, and Hell or High Water. For the listener, I don't know if I talked about this in the beginning of the last episode. I was talking to TJ about this before we started recording and before you were here, Josh. I have to admit, part of the reason why, if you notice, I kind of pause every single time before I say Hell or High Water is because my wife and I's record that we've been working on is called High Water or Hell. Mm-hmm. which obviously is that common phrase, flipped. We've been living with that record for over two years now yep. to the point where that's become so familiar that it's it feels weird to me to hear it how it's supposed to be. So every time I'm talking about Acidies Burn and that record comes up, there's like a 10-second delay in my brain <laughs> of like, is Can this I say right? right? Am I being dyslexic? Like, I need to make sure I get this right. <laughs> so yep. and I've gotten it right every time. Yeah, you have. As we've been talking about it uh, in our text chains or whatever, it's getting me because I normally, when we're talking about your record, I normally just talking about like H-W-O-H. But with right, ECB, right, right. it's H-O-H-W. H-O-D- so that's, I'm <laughs> right. like, do I have those switch? Like, uh, yeah. So know, it's, it's confusing. Me too. So yeah, you know, we're just going to continue on doing our super... Typical thing, right, guys? We're doing the next As Cities Burn record? Yep. I'm hot boy! (laughs) What was that? Uh, That's Patreon Bod's brother. (laughs) (laughs) Hawk boy, what are you doing here? I'm going to force you into doing a bit for the rest of this episode. (laughs) Trying to throw things off track as much as I can. I love it. You sound like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Where are you from, Hawk boy? Nevada! (laughs) state just nevada he's flying around you know yeah he's flying around it's the whole state is his home 
Okay. That's so good. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about Hogboy today, if you didn't surmise by whatever <laughs> nonsense we're doing. It, like, okay, I know I keep saying it, but doing a part A after a part B is always really weird. It's true. Get used to it. Uh, yep. <laughs> I think yeah. we should kick it to Josh. <laughs> yep. I'll I keep trying it. to. I'll gladly take it. I was waiting for the I keep, hand of baton. I keep trying. I keep attempting take the torch, to my man. Take it. It's yours. All right. So we'll get into our research on Hawkboy. Uh, as we've been going through just changing the members, we saw with each record, they're kind of dwindling a little bit more and a little bit more. We've now officially reached the stage where Hawkboy is just Cody and Aaron, Cody Bonnet on guitar, bass, and vocals, and Aaron Lunsford on drums and percussion. It's just them two. We talked about that. That was like you saw that happening at, during the Hell or High Water sessions. They right. still had Christopher Lott playing guitar, but I think the a lot of that music came from just Cody and Aaron jamming together, I would assume. I wasn't there, I can't yeah. say, but that's Probably what a good bit of like. input from Tyler, too. I would imagine. Like Tyler or the producer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyler or well, high water. Tyler or high water. Yep. So uh, we're covering Hawkboy. There are two EPs that they did in 2011. Now, uh, caveat is that the EPs are not currently available on streaming. You can find them on SoundCloud and YouTube. I'm not saying anything, but if you happen to email or DM us, Maybe a link to a folder that contains some hi-fi rips in Wave or AACs will make their way to you. Not saying it will be these Hawkboy EPs. It could be Kylan's record. I don't know. But it could be Amy Grant's <laughs> Christmas record. It, yeah, yeah. Or it could be <laughs> Kylan's High Water or Hell Spin record. Spin the wheel. See where <laughs> you but, land. I mean, that could it's be really wheel. fun. Let's oh. do that. Let's flip a coin. <laughs> Everyone that messages us, you might get high quality Hawkboy ribs, or you may get a bunch of bullshit I recorded over the last three years. <laughs> <You could. laughs> it could be fun. But yeah, I've got the CDs of Ooh, them. So I have they're so pretty. rips. They are so pretty. It's okay. Lunsford and I have an understanding about it, so that's good. Oh, good. I I messaged. I they did like a Instagram like little ask box a while ago, and I asked. I was like, "Are you gonna put the Hawkboy stuff up?" He's like, "When you get the masters, you can put them up," which is typical Lunsford snarky. <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay, fine, whatever, man." But I do have some. I don't have the masters, but I got some high five rips if you need them. So, all right, Sweet. Lunsford, we're cool. But let's talk about the actual. EPs themselves. So the first Hawkboy is just self-titled. Hawkboy EP was released on June 7th of 2011. At the time of this recording, it's 11 years old. It will be 12 in June. They were. It was released on the label Regenerate Music Company. It was produced by Tyler Orr, who has been pretty involved in their whole discography, but he was the lead producer on Hell or High Water. I almost said High Water or Hell. Dang it, Kylan. See? Yep, you got it's me. Infectious. It's hard. I remember buying this on iTunes when it came out, and it was originally a four-song EP, but the CD and vinyl versions have an extra song called Irate Blues, which is a re-recording of Pirate Blues from Hell or High Water. It's the Hawkboy version of it. Just a lot less P. Yep. A lot less P in that Way less P. (laughs) And then the second EP that we'll be covering is their follow-up, King Folly EP, which was released November 15th, 2011. So, I mean, you got six, five, six months gap between when they got these two EPs done. Uh, In 2011 as well. 
Uh, same Regenerate Music Co. This one was produced by Matt Goldman, who produced their first two records, though. Nice. Yeah, so there's a little bit difference there. So can we talk about why Hawkboy is not available anywhere? I mean, they got some big names behind it. I have no idea because they were on streaming. Like you can, if you Google Hawkboy, like you can find where the link takes you to the Spotify landing page, but just they aren't available. And like I bought them on iTunes originally and they're not on iTunes anymore either. I think it's because not enough people made a ruckus. We got to make some noise. I feel like that's just the perfect time to put them out there. And like, yeah, talk about the other two ACB songs we're talking about this episode. Those aren't on streaming either, but I don't know why they're not out there like Lunsford snarkily replied maybe they don't have the masters to them and so they don't but yeah surely someone has them but who does have them let's find out Matt yeah really we're gonna turn into a serial style podcast investigative gonna turn into a 14 episode perfect true crime deep dive into who owns the masters the mystery of the masters back online for everyone to listen to Yes. I stole him. That'd be great. (laughs) He took him to Nevada. (laughs) (laughs) You're in the nest. (laughs) Oh, my God. Keeping my chicks warm. Hawkboy, get out of (laughs) here. Stop with your shenanigans. And then, okay, so do we also want to talk about, we're also going to tack on, so we're mainly focusing on Hawkboy, but in 2015, As Cities Burn recorded and released two additional songs. Um, They don't really have, they just are singles under their names on Bandcamp. That's where you can find them. They're still there, so go out to Bandcamp and buy them, support the band. Uh, But the two songs that they released are Prince of Planet Earth and Goldmine, which were released October 15th or October 18th of 2015, which they're seven years old, turning eight in October. Uh, these are the first ACB songs that we had since 2009, and the first with TJ since 2005. Wow. They're produced by Jay Hall, who I don't know who that is, but I also want to add another impetus to this serial that we will not only get the Hawkboy songs and these singles on streaming, but everyone out there, pester acb to press these to like a seven inch because I, I messaged them the other day i was like guys you know this would sell out like do it like i don't yeah, know why please. like because all the old stuff that was on tooth and nail is owned by capital christian now because tooth and nail had to sell the master so they don't have any of that they don't make any money on that when you buy the record but they should still own all the masters and rights to these songs so there's no reason why they can't just make pressings of them and put them on streaming yeah who knows we got to make it happen all right yep so that wraps so, up my it. stuff. What do you, what do y'all remember about Hawkboy? And um, okay, I have a vague memory. TJ, did you you opened for Hawkboy, right? Uh, I think so. I'm I'm <laughs> like that's like my clearest memory of Hawkboy at the door in Dallas. Yeah, I, I'm did pretty you sure. Guys, open open. For I, I we either opened for them that show or I went to that show. I know what show you're talking about. I think you for some reason for I have no memory of. <laughs> Whether I was on stage or in the audience. I'm pretty sure you guys opened for, like you and John. Probably. Uh, Lonely Bones opened for Hawkboy. Because that was like my... Did y'all do it as a two-piece? Was Cat there? It was probably the two-piece and it was probably just like... Wow, a two-piece opening for a two-piece. Yeah. Just like we did with Children 18.3 Children later, where Cat was with us and we were... A three-piece <laughs> with a chick bassist and they were a three-piece. A three-piece with a like, chick bassist. Because that was sort of, that was my introduction to Hawkboy, was you, TJ. Oh, nice. 
Right on, man. Because I was like, wait, what is this? And you're like, oh, it's it's <laughs> it's not basically as cities burn. As cities burn. <laughs> and I remember I listened to that first EP a ton for that first year, like 2011. Yeah. I don't know the second EP at all. Oh, King oh, Fall is nice. great. That'll be yeah, fun. I don't know it Can't wait at all. I don't know a single you. song from it. So I'm really excited to dig into it. But yeah, I, I have not a whole lot of context. Yeah, I kind of get it mixed up with his, because he did like a, for a brief stint, he did like a tour called Hello High Water. Do you all know about this? Ah, clever. No. He, and it was just him. And like, I think maybe a buddy played other instruments with him like but it was a very just like stripped down styled tour like coffee shops and bedrooms and things like that i think and i went to one of those shows and so it's hard for me to separate because it was toward the tail end of like the hell or high water era so it's hard for me to separate his hello high water tour with like the beginning of hawk boy and those songs because i think he might have even been playing i could be wrong about this but i think he might have even been playing some Hawkboy songs at that solo Hello High Water show hmm. that I went to. So it's, it kind of all jumbles up for me. But I just remember thinking it was like a, a continued, like it, it, it was a, a sonic direction that he was going in that was like more indie rock, like more just like right. unabashedly indie rock and less, you know, the hard stuff. So I'm excited to dip back into these songs because... I don't know that I've listened to them in a long time, but my experience with Hawkboy was very like vaguely wrapped up in the end of ACB and this solo tour. So it's all kind of nebulous, mm. <laughs> but good. Like I remember right, right, loving yeah. both EPs when they came out and, and playing them a lot. I remember like riding in the car with Michael Brown and him being like, hey, this is good. I like this. What is this? And like if well, Michael, Michael says Brown something's says good, good, then yeah, it is. That's like that's like a, a stamp of approval. Like you're going right. places. Which is why ACB came back and did another album. You know, it's because yep, Michael all said because of Michael Brown. <laughs> yep, who we have not had on as a guest in a and an egregious oversight at his house. True, recently. I know. I'm gonna bug him. Yeah, there you go. All right, Josh. What about you? What's your what's your what's your deal with Hawkboy? What's my deal? Yeah. Well, so like I got into ACB like in 2010. So this was like pretty soon after I was like freshly into ACB. They finished up or whatever. So I mean, I think I remember hearing about it either like around the time. I don't know if I like knew it when it happened, but like I think I remember just finding like late in the summer of 2011. Like, oh, there's a new EP from Cody from ACB. I may have been through Kylan that I found out about it or something like that. That's how like I remember. So it was like pretty early on when I was happening when that was happening. I did see them play. They were opening up for Emery when Emery was touring on their 2011 album. We do what we do what we want. Oh Sleeper open or was doing support and then Hawkboy opened for them. So Nice. That was a that was a great show. So it was had to have been around that time time too in the summer. But yeah, like TJ, you were talking about with Hell or High Water, like the like nostalgia rush that you felt listening to it. I know for sure I'm gonna get that with these Hawkboy EPs. Oh, cool. Because like this is one like I I forget about them because they're not on streaming and they're like I have them like on my phone and my computer, but I just don't. Like they're not in my in the front of my mind to like put in rotation, right. so like I just forget about them from time to time. But like I like yeah, in 2011, like I was jamming these like hard. Like yeah. you talked about the CFNI studio where you recorded Gates. Like I was doing an internship there, and like I just remember like 
I would just listen to these on the way to and from driving to that studio. So like, nice. I'm going to put this in and I'm going to be back on like Pioneer Parkway driving east again. Oh, like, I know that drive. Yes. Ex- yes, you do. Huh. So, uh, but the only other cool thing that I want to mention is that Hawkboy, uh, they did press a vinyl of both of the EPs in 2012. And this was actually one of the first vinyl I ever purchased. Ooh. Oh, wow. It, yeah, that's it wasn't cool. the first one, but it was one of the early ones. So I feel like that's like. You're a true fan. Like my, my cred right there. Like, yep. Absolutely. The final was Project 86, but I feel like this like evens it out to make it cooler. <laughs> TG, <laughs> so, what, what, sure. what's the first vinyl record that you bought? Mm-hmm. An interesting tangent. Yeah, we know. We can probably this. cut if we need to, but I know mine. Yeah, what's yours? I, I'll have to I think bought about for that. 75 cents at a Goodwill. I bought a recording of John Williams conducting the British Philharmonic Orchestra performing the Star Wars soundtrack. I knew that was it. <laughs> I knew that one was that it. I remember seeing that at your house in Arkansas. Yeah, dude. That's I, really cool. I don't cool. have it anymore. Oh, no. No, I sold it in like 2012 because I was broke as shit. Did you shit, make a profit? I'm really bummed. No, I sold it to Half Price Books. <laughs> For 50 Oof. cents, you lost money on Probably, the yeah. Yeah, I'm super bummed. <laughs> Dang. I think mine was like a, I'm pretty sure it was a Johnny Cash like hits record. Nice. Because I think that's all I had for a long time. And I never knew whether to be like, this is my record. Because I didn't want people to be like, oh, you're a big Johnny Cash fan. I don't know why. But at the time, I, I remember thinking... You had to have a Johnny Cash record, I feel like. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of a rite of passage. I do want to talk about... Kylan, do you know these two Acidies Burn songs? No. I don't know them at all. You, have you ever like, heard them? No. I have never You've heard never them heard in them. my life. All right. Did you I think I've only existed? heard them like once. No, right. I mean, I, I may have vaguely been aware, but I was so, like, out of the fold of 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 that. Yeah, uh, when 2015 right. rolled around. Yeah, I was I was doing other things. Well, because if you so, didn't even know what Hawkboy was, like, I don't even remember this, like, me introducing you to them, but... Yeah, I'm pretty sure like you that- opened for Hawkboy, and that was, like, my whole <laughs> introduction. <laughs> Like in my mind, that is it. So let's let's go with that. All right, I'll have to ask John. John doesn't remember. He said he forgot everything. He doesn't even remember meeting that? Josh and letting him borrow an amp. Yeah, he's he, he has a selectively great memory. So maybe this will be one of the things that he remembers really right, vividly. Right, we'll see. All right, let's hope so. Yeah, um, guys, are we the first podcast to do like a full episode? critical analysis dedicated to the band Hawkboy. I feel Man. like we I hope we're so. pioneers in a sense, this right? Is, that'd be really that'd be a high honor. That's true. I'm gonna look. Surely and I feel like I feel like it's either gonna do super well or <laughs> there's gonna be a worldwide collective shrug. Like who? <laughs> but Man, who cares? Is as long as we boy. become best friends with Cody after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Right. Or Lunsford. And or Lunsford. I'll take both. Yeah, either. That's true. All of them, you know? All of them. I feel like, though, to be friends with Lunsford, like, you just have to run into him while you're getting your oil changed. Like, you can't (laughs) talk about him online or meet him online in any way. You just have to, like, be at a Jiffy Lube, and he is also there, and be like, oh, hey, hey, you were in this band, right? And then you'll be best friends with him. We can hope. So all let's right, all guys. go to Jiffy Lube, like, like tomorrow. <laughs> Everyone. Maybe the only, we'll run into Aaron. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's, Aaron, if you're getting your oil changed, let us know. The only stuff I'm finding here is we've got... This episode brought to you by Jiffy Lube. <laughs> I wish. The oil changed. Um, we've got stuff about the Iowa Hawkeyes. We've got stuff about Hawkeye, the comic book character. And we've got stuff about Tony Hawk. So... Oh, good. I can't find anything on Spotify about a podcast on Hawkboy. All right. The self-declared first... <laughs> Probably a good idea. Um, okay, so we're going to take a break. We're going to listen to Hawk Boy plus some bonus Acidies Burn, and we'll be right back in two shakes of a lamb's tail. I'm Hawk Boy. Two shakes of a hawk's tail. I work at Jiffy Lube. Gotta pay the bill somehow. Oh, we lost TG. Yeah. The mic does not like Hawk Boy. Right. Your TJ does not like it. Your TJ, your computer. My TJ. What am I saying? That's meta. <laughs> Pay no mind to my son. I am Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord just grows and grows. <laughs> For there to be a Hawk boy, there must be a Hawkman. There must be a Hawkman. <laughs> Screw you, Hawkman. Boy, Hawk boy, you get. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, we'll see y'all in a little bit. He can't commit to the bit. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Trivial Trivia. This is a segment where I share obscure and trivial information related to the album or artist we're discussing each episode. This entire episode of CJN is almost dedicated to a side project, so let's just keep it going for Trivial Trivia. After Hawk boy, Cody got involved with ACB guitarist Christopher Lott to work on a project called Wall of Ears. They came out with an LP in 2013 titled Perfect Organ Assembly. I remember seeing it on sale on Undro's 2013 farewell tour, and the person at the merch table told me it was an experiment in making raw, live recordings where they even left in the mistakes. I didn't pick it up that day, and I've regretted it ever since. I had long since forgotten the name of the band, but I found it while preparing for the Hawkboy episode. There are a few LPs still available on Discogs and CDs available on the Wall of Years Bandcamp page. You can find the record on streaming too, so definitely check it out and pick up a copy from Christopher. I will say, it is a pretty weird record though, at least the back half. It looks like Christopher has continued to use Wall of Years as an outlet for his music and his most recent record release under that name in 2021. That's it for this episode of Trivial Trivia. Let's get back to church jams now. Hey, Jammers, we're going to interrupt your listening to talk about our Patreon a little bit because, you know, it's 2023, new year, new bit. And our biggest bit has been restructuring our Patreon. Um, We're super excited. And just like the last Patreon ad, the other guys are here. I don't know why they're being weirdly silent. Sorry, sorry. I was I was updating uh, Patreon bots firmware. Oh, why? Um, why? Uh, I was it, a little busy. Is well, it because, because of, of the, the, the trivia night? Yeah, because of trivia. Like, we, we need, you know, hard and fast factual data to be ready to give the answers. Processing trivia. power needs to be on point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well the work. whole thing is, so we're offering for our patrons a trivia night four times a year. We're going to do it quarterly. I don't know. I don't know if I'm super comfortable with the fact that like Patreon bot will probably win because the winner is going to get like cool stuff. No, no, it, no. He can't compete. He has to give the answers. He's. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I, don't worry, man. I talked to him about this. You did. What did he say? 
he uh, shut down for a while because he was very awkward, and that's what he does whenever he can't deal with like an awkward social situation. Yeah, he but does. When he have came back online, anxiety. yeah, he does. But when he came back online, he said he totally understood, and he's happy to help. Do you want me to go get him? Like I can please, find please, him you... please. Can you okay. can you go get him for hey, me? Hey, Patreon bot, come here. <laughs> Sorry, his his operating system is still uh, uploading. So yeah, give me no, a... he he's got kind of a different vibe than he used to have. For that new year, new new firmware, <laughs> new firmware, new year, new firmware. Greetings, 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 user Kylan and wow. user Josh. Oh my gosh. Wow, okay. Patreon bot, did you update your language program? Yes, I am vaguely European now. Yeah, you sound a little Irish. Vaguely European. No, I am more Scandinavian. Okay. Well, how do you feel about our trivia night that we have coming up on March 15th? I am, I am, I am, I am very excited about trivia night. What can you tell us about the trivia night? I can tell you that the answer is 3.1456728912. Okay, uh, well, I can guarantee that that's easy. not an answer to any of the trivia questions, but... Well, sorry, guys, sorry. I, I got to do some more reprogramming for Patreon Bob before he's ready for trivia night. I, I, I am so sorry. I think so, Clearly, man. He's got some issues. But, guys, we have so many things to offer on our Patreon coming up this year. For just $2 a month, you get the show early, and you get our monthly WCJN show where we talk about... Things that uh, haven't quite made it on the full show. Josh did an episode on a very Jason Martin Christmas. And I did a sweet, sweet bass roundup of some of the sweetest bass that we have covered thus far on the show. And kind of diving into why I love sweet, sweet bass. Yeah, we have our trivia night coming up. It's a live Zoom event that we're going to do. Anyone that's a patron can come and hang out and play some fun trivia with us. Patreon bot wait. may or may not be there. We don't know yet. If we get his <laughs> firmware updated in time. Yeah. Depends on the updates. Yeah, we'll yep. see. Yeah. So check us out at patreon.com slash church jams now podcast. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Josh is yawning. So I think that's the end of the ad. It's good. Sorry. <laughs> Our first official CJN of 2023. We've been faking it for far too long. We've been we faking were, that it's 2023 since like October. <laughs> we faked it and we maked it. That's right. We're here. <laughs> Hawk boys assemble. <laughs> Remember me? Uh, I really hope that's not how we start this part B. But I can guarantee now that I've brought it up, that's. I liked be how that <laughs> started off before. We I want to use that, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hawk boys assemble <laughs> for part B. Uh, we're back, y'all. Yeah, man. We listened to a bunch of stuff. We got a we got a bunch of stuff to to cover on this episode. Yeah, um, it's like a buffet. Yeah, feels like a, a good old mishmash. This is like um, our most mixed bag for a part B that we've done ever, for sure. That's well, true. okay. Well, we talked about how you know we we've sort of figured out the numbers don't lie. Our listeners don't really love EP episodes. But what so, if? <laughs> but what if we combine two EPs and, and two singles an and two singles <laughs> and do it just like an album? Let's, you know, is that better see. guys? Let's Let trick, us know. Trick please. the metrics that way. Yeah. That's yeah. the goal of this episode. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, people like longer episodes, I guess. I don't know. More content. That's Which, right. Hey, tell Spotify that people are about LPs instead of EPs. Spotify's like, just make EPs, guys. But right. the mm-hmm. people want the LPs. It's true. It's very These true. People do, anyway. 
Um, so what are we doing, y'all? We're hawking, boy. <laughs> We're hawking. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't think we've talked about it, but you know, in our in our Ass Cities Burn miniseries, uh, in our Zoom calls, I've been naming all of the all of the Zoom meetings. So there is because we've been doing ACB one, two, three, four. Uh, so I had ACB one, then ACB two, B or not to be. Uh, I love that one. ACB three PO. So and this good. one was uh, ACB4, Hawk Boys to Men. <laughs> <laughs> you never uh, thought you'd get a connection between Cody Bonnet and Boys to Men. That's true. But here only, we are. Only on Church Jams now. Only on. <laughs> yeah. And once again, you know, I think this is, <laughs> for better or for worse, I think this is people's only place to go for Hawk Boy podcast content. <laughs> so, <laughs> as far as we know. So you know what? You get what you get. You don't throw a fit. <laughs> Boy, I let's tell you, I'm not throwing a fit about this about this music. Uh, not to, let's just not jump to play right my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have? I was going to wow. say, do we have any general thoughts, kind of, on this uh, before we dive right in? Nope, just stuff that we can talk about as we get into it. Sweet. All right. Well, let's get right into it. So um, we're starting with the first Hawkboy EP titled Hawkboy. <laughs> With track number one, two bit. Lover got caught in the rapture. Vanished right, vanished right. Lover got caught in the rapture. Vanished right, vanished right. All right, does anybody else think that this little intro part is LCD sound system eight panic the disco, pooped out hello goodbye, and they high fived Interpol? Anybody? That's pretty good. I yeah. like that. That's I don't know so what specific. Anything else? <laughs> we got? That was a real Kylan comparison. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's real dancey. Electro. Mm-hmm. Got some electro pumping bass. Uh, I like that it goes with like a train beat, though. Yeah. Yeah, that is very cool. Uh, to me, this felt the most like a continuation of, if not Hell or High Water, in in full, at least a continuation of what they were doing on like Capo. For sure. Yeah. Capo was the bridge to Hawkboy. Yeah. Yeah. Like they had so much fun on Capo. They're like, ah, let's do some more of this. But then I love that that's juxtaposed within this like big organ hit and driving drums. They Mm -hmm. like take us to church. We're at like a dance club and then we, and then we go back to church. It's really fun. Sonic juxtaposition. It's too late to go back to church though, because got caught up in the rapture. Lover got That's caught right. up in the rapture. Yep. Gone. That that I mean, this is such a good opener. This is so, just such a fun song. Well, immediately that like like what we talked about on 84 Sheepdog that like they fixed your brain when you were young, like instantly that's like a hook. That's like so memorable, so catchy. Mm-hmm. And then him starting with saying Love got caught up in the rapture, like that's same the same thing. kind of thing. Like Absolutely. just like boom, right it really there. Is. Sticks it in just, your brain. Yeah, it it is so catchy. And then when he does when he finally does, you get the payoff of if you weren't such a bastard to like mm-hmm. rhyme with rapture, like Right before that, like breakdown that we're listening to right now. Oh, it's so good. And the way he delivers it is really fun too. It's so good. Got some like snarl to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of attitude. Yeah. But but not in like an over the top kind of way. Like, I don't know. That's one thing I was reminded of like why I like Cody as a vocalist is because he's he's emotive, but like not for not for a performative reason. Like he's emotive just very naturally and 
this is a great example of that. And also yep. callback to like the father figure stuff that has been a check theme out daddy throughout oh, dang. this whole <laughs> Didn't record. Think about that. <laughs> check out daddy Spiel. paying off. Check out daddy <laughs> coming to full fruition here. He's appeared uh, up in what act two, act three, now act four. Now yep. act four. Yep. This song is just so bit. fun. This is like my is. perfect kind of song. So it has so much changes. Exactly. Yes, so dynamic changes, beat changes. But, but it stays with that hook. Exactly. Like, the hook somehow is the glue works. that ties it in. Right. And you get enough time to like to groove to each section. Because yes. that's my big thing. Because I do like a lot of changes, but when there's too many changes, like with a lot of the like linear songs that we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, we talked about that in the Christmas episode. Like when there's too much, like too many changes, like too fast, like I like to groove a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like each of the parts are kind of given enough space. This gives you exactly what you want as far yeah. as the length, the length yeah, of the exactly. section. I yeah. dig that. Yeah. I, I wrote that it's still kind of like weird structure wise. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what I would call a verse or a chorus, yeah. but it has so much of that repeating. Like, it doesn't matter because, like, you're like, it's still like catchy and hooky enough. We, they've evolved so much from like the first record where you're like, they just run through a song and there's like nothing, no hook that's present in it versus like now you're like, yeah, there's hooks, but I don't even know what I would call a verse or a chorus, but it, right. yep. it, it sticks with me. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, it's less important because the song is just great. It's just groovy, man. You're mm-hmm. just grooving. Also, does Cody seem angrier? <laughs> like, For sure. For sure. <laughs> okay, glad that wasn't just me. I don't I don't know how much I believe that he's actually angry or if he's almost playing a little bit of like a character on this. I think mm. Hot Boy, Hawk Boy is a character piece. Maybe, mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's his we'll childish to... Gambino. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, dude, how great would a childish Gambino and Hawk Boy tour? <laughs> that would be. oddly make sense, <laughs> right? It weirdly really would. would. That. Oh man, yeah, that would be the best. I was gonna say I, I like the, the the lyrics, like saying he seems angrier, like he's like angrier, but he's really smart, angry. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like a lot of there's a lot of clever stuff like pushed into one little chunk like the line where he says if you weren't such a bastard you'd be better off but now you're left to burn gnash your teeth and then i couldn't figure out this line do y'all know is it no time to pass over scene i didn't know because he kind of like i don't know the way he delivers it makes it hard to decipher yes Mm -hmm. yeah it's very kind of vague but it almost feels like a passover reference or something like yeah and also being passed over like from the rapture like you didn't get i mean it probably is like, just given the context of, like, the rest of his lyrical output, I wouldn't, you know, I, I feel like that's a fairly safe assumption. Yeah, and it feels, you know like what I mean? intentionally layered. It's like yes. Passover, but also yep. being passed over. Passed over. And yep. then he says the thief at night thing. And then at yep. the end, at the very end, instead of, he repeats that line, now you're left to, but then he doesn't sing the final line, the final word. He doesn't say burn. He just lets the instruments do their really, like, dissonant hit all at the yeah. same time. And I love that when they establish an idea, like a lyrical theme or like it's a hook or something and they, they like don't give it to you, but they, but they replace it with something. So instead of right. giving it to us vocally, it's like all these weird twingy instrument hits all at once. Like that's mm-hmm. such an effective ending to a song. 
you know, it really is. Yeah. And I feel like it really makes you think about like, if you're this character or whatever, that your lover got caught up in the rapture and you're like thinking about all this stuff, but then like the way it ends is like, but now you're left too. And you're like, and then you're like, Oh man, like I am like, Oh, (laughs) what do I do? Like, Mm -hmm. and like, I feel like it gives that immediacy of like, just, I'm going to leave you this question and then like, we're gone. And then now you're stuck with that. And you're like, Oh yeah. And that's, I love, I love that as like a, that's a great piece of writing. If it does that to you. And so, yeah. uh, clarifying question for at the very end of this series, when we're doing our top 10 songs, are we doing just strictly Acidies Burn or can we add Hawkboy into there? I don't remember what we said. I said we could add Hawkboy in there if you want. I okay. am planning to. I might. Okay, good. Good. Okay, good. Yeah. I this mean, if just... there's a Hawkboy song or not, that is in my top 10. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. We got anything else on 2-Bit? Nope. All right. Let's move it. Right along to track number two, Scoundrel. This is in my top 10. (laughs) This song is so freaking good. It's Mm. so good. Is this the, this intro, he's using a vocoder, right? He's not just harmonizing. so. Sounds like Because I kept going back and forth. I was like, oh, this is a sweet vocoder. And then I was like, well, is he just doing like harmonizing, but like really, maybe like auto-tuned harmonies? Yeah, I don't then, know. No, I think it is a vocoder. And if so, is that the very first vocoder that we've had on CJN? I feel, I feel like there's like been a vocoder before. Yeah. There has? Okay. I remember something, but I couldn't place it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, then let's just call it. This is the first vocoder that we've had on Church That Jam we can't now. remember as of right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely one that sticks out in my memory. Like, yeah. This was the song that before I listened to this EP, I remembered how it opened mm-hmm. the, with the phasey, wobbly, like yeah. stereo vocoder harmony thing. Like, I, and it's, it's so, I don't know, resonant. Like it sticks in your mind and it's like an intro before the actual intro of the song, which is the best. Which can right. we talk about how great this guitar riff is for the intro? It's yes. so good. Like, it's, like it's so good. I love my favorite part is the second phrase of it where he has like that rhythm of the dun 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 dun, dun on like the low string. Uh-huh. And like mm. that's just like the control you have to hit that so cleanly yes. and precisely. Ugh. And while you're doing all this other stuff, mm-hmm. it's right. so good. I don't know how to play it, but like I was thinking about how it sounds and it kind of is like similar, like reminiscent of like Can't Stop by Red Hot Chili Peppers. In a way, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like where you're okay. on the low note, then you go up to like the the kind of that kind of playing thing. style, I think. Yep. Also, guys, move out the way, Miley Cyrus. Cody's the original wrecking ball. <laughs> That's true. We beat her by what, two, three, four years? Yeah. yeah. Not much, but yeah. enough. Enough to call it. Enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is like so just like fun. Or maybe the song rock. is about Miley Cyrus. You were born to be a wrecking ball. Ooh. Ooh. He's, the character he's, is singing to Miley. Yeah. To Miley. Yeah. Maybe it's like a lover, scorned lover. His voice is the most Tom DeLong in their entire discography oh. on this song. He's got like an affect kind of. 
a little bit he's got the kind soldier. of nasal yeah. yeah just to be a loner Nerd. it's because yeah. he holds out those lines and he's doing this kind of nasally uh pop punk kind of thing and how does it Which, work so well it does it does it should not yeah. uh but it does yeah it's really amazing I even love it on the get freight refrain when normally that's the kind of thing that would really bug me, to be honest. Yeah. For some reason, I just love it. Guys, I just want to talk about every moment of this song and how good it is. Because, like, everything is, like, I love how, like, in the first chorus, it's kind of simple and you just have, like, a guitar and, like, two synths. And then, like, Mm -hmm. in the second chorus, it's, like, it's bigger. And then the third chorus, they, like, drop it down. And I love vocally whenever you instead of going like more intense vocally you like drop it down and you get like yeah. he gets like more monotone back to the born inside like right he, yep. instead of going yep. higher and more intense with it he like brings it down mellows but it out somehow that kind of makes it more intense like there's a mm. norma jean song that does it and i absolutely love it when because like that's not your initial reaction of like i want this to get even higher and bigger now right right but you right. take it down and that's an even better move sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of going back to the last song, like not singing the final word of the line. That withholding component is almost like it makes the listener lean in a little bit. You know? Even more tantalizing. Yeah, exactly. It's super effective. Also, that that like angry saw synth, like the bass uh-huh. synth is like the best. Yeah. Ugh, gives me goosebumps. But I like because I feel like he mixes it with like with the earlier part of the song there it's like real bass but like overdriven but then it goes into the like super like just synth bass and it's hey guys it's some sweet sweet bass I'll tell you what yeah regardless of what instrument it's played on it's some sweet sweet freaking bass <laughs> even like a synth nice. saw bass qualifies as a sweet sweet bass that might qualify as the sweetest of basses mm. I love a good a good synth like saw bass I like that we have an example of a song that you can say objectively, like this counts as sweet, sweet bass, and it is a bass, like a synth bass. Right. That makes me really happy. <laughs> uh, you know, now we can start getting categories of sweet, sweet bass too. Oh yeah, <laughs> under got, the umbrella, we've got all of our bops umbrella. and flops have subcategories. Now. Right, that's more true. Sweet, sweet bass subcategories. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there, you know, the the ways of sweet, sweet bass are many and varied. My goal with this podcast is for everything that we make for it is to just get so specific. <laughs> We're gonna get <laughs> just like insanely and annoyingly specific. Right. Uh, yeah, this is my this is my this is the best sweet sweet bass in the key of E flat between 130 and 145 beats per minute. <laughs> Played on a cello, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. Guys, th- I don't know what else to say. This song's just so good. This whole this whole EP is freaking rad y'all have your favorite songs by uh, favorite hawk boy songs right yes out of all 10 how uh, many yeah. favorites were we supposed okay, to cool. have no, i was just thinking because like we could do it you could do it either way we're like this is my favorite from this ep this mm. is my favorite from this ep or you could just do favorite of all of them so however mm-hmm. you want to do it i just yeah, want to make okay. sure that you, we haven't got to either of y'all's Oh yeah. no, you got to, oh yeah. No, t- two bits are the best. Two bits are the best hawk boy song. Oh, two bit. Okay. Yeah, it's just the best hawk boy song. It's objectively my favorite. <laughs> Scoundrel with like a word it's with just... you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the, it's my favorite. TJ, we haven't got to yours. I it's it's kind of it's very contentious. But <laughs> cool. I will say that two bit is one of the contenders. Oh man, I'm outnumbered here. 
Yeah. Okay. But I love good. scoundrel. It's okay. So I I want us to all have different ones though. That's cool. that makes for well, even I want fun. to yeah yeah even more fun for sure. Cool. We got anything else about scoundrel? So good. I know it's it. like it's kind of it's hard because it. it's just like it's like all just like so fun and groovy. It's rock and roll. What do you want? You know, yep. like that's <laughs> true. Do we think being a wrecking ball is a good thing or a bad thing? I wanted to put that to you. Wait, being a wrecking ball is it a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, in the context of this song specifically, we're not talking about the right, like, right. of our age, Miley Cyrus. I don't know because he does say "go on and wreck it all." Like that's a good thing. Oh, like he wants you to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Scoundrel's so good that. But he also day. says you've been born a politician's pawn, which is like. But maybe that's what they're. Maybe supposed it's to neither. Wreck. Maybe it's neither good or bad. Maybe it's just like an objective statement. Like I like that. You were born a Pisces as well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> no, actually, I'm a Leo. But yeah. uh, Josh, what are you? I have no idea. <laughs> well, hold on. We got to... October 9th. <laughs> October 9th. I love that we're already getting tangential here. You're a Libra. I don't, mm. even, I don't even know what that means. I don't either. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a, a Sagittarius. Boy. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> sounds like a Roman congressional seat back in the day. <laughs> Sag- Sagittarius. He's been elected to high council of the Sagittarius. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, to get back to Hawkboy... Uh, I like the, okay, so I've, I've noticed that they did with Hawkboy a kind of similar thing that, that we've noticed throughout the Acidies Burn discography as well. Mm. Two things, sequencing, yes. freaking great at sequencing, and two, the songs all kind of build on each other, you, mm. you know, whether lyrical content or title-wise or musical ideas, because, like, I can't say specifically why but i feel like the next track mother london which we're about to jump into the title mother london coming after scoundrel Mm. makes sense maybe i'm thinking of like (laughs) oliver twist yes kind of scoundrel is a very british like feels like a british yeah yeah you scoundrel Scoundrel. right (laughs) so then to go into mother london i feel like it makes sense you can't treat mother london like this and he's got two bit (laughs) And like two bits are like are those like money right? Yeah, exactly. Like bits? I feel like it. it wow, it feels is, a little British. Are <laughs> we discovering that Hawkboy is a secret concept EP? I think Ooh. it might be. I think it might be. Ooh. Speaking of concepts, though, let's move on to Mother London because I've this uh, was very fun for me. Here we go. Track three. Mother 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 London. Mother London. You Mother London. Track three. Mother London. <laughs> I was a seven son of a seven son. We get that like bluegrass skiffle drum going on. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I love the guitar tone in this intro. Hold on, I'm gonna back this up. I love it starts like real indie it's folk so kind of. Yeah, it's like chill. And then they do they like speed it up. Mm-hmm. But then it turns into this like yeah, it's kind of bluegrassy, kind of like country blues. Mm-hmm. But the real feeling I got was that like new wave British invasion. Like mm-hmm. this sounds like the Fratellis to me. Oh yeah, you guys totally. ever listen to the Fratellis? Like it's yep. that kind of yep. like. Da 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 da
Yeah, it and, also made me think of like kind of uh, Delta Spirit, like mm-hmm. that, especially the intro. It is that mm. kind of new, like kind of modern folk thing with the. Well, and then you get the tic tac bass of the one five one five, right? Five, one, the five. country yep. bass. Yep. But yeah, it feels real British to me. British, also, like, British interpretation of like country blues. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. It also has like a, it has these distinct sections, mm-hmm. that are all kind of a different rhythmic feel. But kind of going back to what we've said in the past, it's like even if you can't name the sections or even if you don't know what they are, like they all just flow together so well and they work as like a linear yeah. creation. I know it kind of circles back like because it picks back up after it slows down again. I love that there's so many sections that are like totally different rhythmically and you're like, yeah, and temper mad about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and they are just like right on. With yep. all the changes, you know, Cody and yeah. Lunsford, man, they can just yeah, play. they they're they dialed in so well, man. Yeah, they like they can track each other so well. I'm glad that you've really. added some uh, context. I do. I guess I do want to talk about that with Cody and Lunsford because, like, Cody just seems to be like one of those creatives. Like, he's just like I don't know. I kind of equate him to like you, Kylan, of like how you just like are just coming up with like so much great stuff, and then you like. You have to have Lunsford, like someone who understands Cody's playing and how he's going to like make changes on the fly or even just kind of like pin him down to be like, okay, cool. Like you have some song, like you have a lot of great ideas, but we need to like make songs out of these kind of right, things. Right, right. Lunsford yeah. seems like that guy to he's Cody. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, Cody's ideas, man. Lunsford's like the let's get it done, let's right. figure it out kind of thing. Mr. Structure. So if I'm Cody, yeah. I would say both of y'all together in this equation are my Lunsford. <laughs> um. I'll be Aaron. Josh can be Lunsford. Yeah. Okay, cool. Lunsford? Okay. I'll just be, you can be Lunsford, I'll be Matt Goldman. Oh, okay. yeah. I want to be so Matt that's Goldman. That's a high honor. I know. What about Tyler Orr? Didn't, didn't, didn't oh, Tyler Oh, he did do this, this one. He yeah. did, but yeah. I want to be Matt Goldman. Okay, fine. <laughs> no disrespect to Tyler. He did some great work. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is just a fun random aside, but in the breakdown of this song where it gets really loud and like kind of heavy, uh, I was listening to this song again today and my daughter was sitting next to me watching Max and Ruby, the Nickelodeon show. Of course. uh, About two bunnies. As one does. And there was an episode where I wasn't paying attention. I was like listening to the song going back over my notes. And uh, on the TV, there is a scene where there is a little toy robot they kept going, beep, 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 red alert, red alert, red alert. <laughs> and I thought it was part of this song. Like, it fit so perfectly, and it wouldn't have been out of place. And so <laughs> I was like, how did I miss this before? And then I paused it and realized it was still <laughs> going on. You thought it was actually part of the song. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, oh, man. I think if they ever do a remix of it, they should add a yeah, red alert, the- red alert, red alert. <laughs> That's good. Max and Ruby sample. That would really I mean, add to the concept nature of it all, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like everybody's kind of freaking out on the streets of right. London. Yeah. <laughs> Red alert. I'm glad you kind of mentioned that uh, supposed context to all that, Kylan. Because, and like with the sequencing, like you were talking about, because I've always been like, these lyrics are the most random left field from anything. Like all the things that Cody's done, like make sense. But then I'm like, He's like, I'm going to write this song called Mother London. I'm not, I've always been like, this is so random. Like, what? No, right. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I have also just wondered what the hell this song is about or, like, why it's called this. Yes. I, I'm, well, I'm just baffled. I okay, looked it up. There's I, a book. There's some book. But I don't know if that's actually yeah. legit or not. Well, okay. 
So this was actually a note that I had on the second EP, uh, but this is, this is a much better uh, segue into this point. I don't know. I, I want to pause it to you guys. Do you think because because we we've talked about before, like how on the last record was it the last record or the one before that uh, Josh you brought up, like Cody would just like be in the studio all the time. That was hell or like, high water, hell mm-hmm. and just like tweaking everything and like doing all this. So as someone who it seems like for him as an artist is like typically a very um, involved almost perfectionist kind of like fiddler and yeah. and tweaker right uh I, I don't think he would appreciate me calling him a fiddler or a tweaker but definitely not <laughs> a tweaker <laughs> but uh you guys know what i'm saying um yes. i posit to you do you think hawkboy in general was almost a sort of like relief or yeah relief valve or like an experiment for Cody and Aaron in just kind of like letting things be 100% because that's kind of the vibe I got throughout the both of these EPs like it seemed more about just like hey this is kind of fun I have this idea let's like run with it Mm -hmm. and then kind of just like let it be you know like like it is what it is I you know I don't because less critic energy more like creator energy right like I think he wasn't thinking too hard about like what songs mean necessarily yeah you know like that was just kind of the vibe i got and i appreciated it it seemed like a fun kind of it was very like very vibe guy mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm just like i don't know if this means anything but it sounds cool <laughs> and to his credit it doesn't mean that any of these songs are any less effective than any right of the right stuff that we've covered so far you know but it but i think you're right it's like hawk boy sort of gave him the freedom and like liberation to kind of let loose a little bit to experiment to kind of rock a little more to have fun in a way that maybe he felt a little pressure and so he couldn't do as much of on like an ACB record right yeah I wouldn't be surprised at all I think you're right about that because I'm going to talk about in for the trivial trivia of this episode that after this he does a album with Chris Lott uh, Mm -hmm. side project called Wall of Ears have you all ever heard of that yeah Uh -uh. okay yeah TJ and so like the way I remember, I was on the Under the Farewell tour, and they were selling it at the ACB uh, merch table, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And they're like, "Oh, it's Cody's new like album that he worked on with Chris from ACB," and they're like, "It's like, it's like very much of that mentality. Like they just went in, like going into the studio, and even like not even worrying about like if you mess up, like just recording it and letting it be what it is, kind of thing. It seemed like that mm-hmm. was like the ultimate like." We'll just record it as it is. If it, if you mess up or if it's wrong or whatever, it's fine. But it's like right. Hawkboy was getting to that point. Right. Yeah. 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 This seems like an interesting like precursor to that. Like. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Uh, of kind of letting letting some of that control go, mm-hmm. which is grooving, man. I mean, but that's the crazy thing is like I, I say all that, but it, this is also just like musically, it's all so tight. <laughs> it's <yeah>. like insane <laughs> to me. Even if they're just messing around and like, right, it's so locked in. Yeah, they probably still did it in just a couple takes, like, <laughs> right. But they still felt the freedom to mix it up enough to put barbershop harmonies at the end of this song Ooh, before a yes. right. blues jam, right? Like, who who thinks of that? And yeah. also, who pulls it off in such a perfect way? The best jazz band in Louisiana, <laughs> Louisiana's finest, Hawk Boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so all of that to say, I don't know if this song necessarily means anything, and I don't know if it needs to, but yeah. 
It works with the concept that you're proposing. One vibe guy's opinion, yeah. All right, we got anything else on Mother London? Gosh, we're just flying through this. Here we go. Track number four, Damnesia. Title-wise, this goes with the other ones as well, too. I feel like this is now, like, if the album's a narrative, this is like, there's a rampage in Mother London, and now you're stuck in an insane asylum or something. Ooh. (laughs) And it also, it's like, if if Mother London happened, like, during the day, then this definitely has the feeling of, like, the quiet night after, you know? Yes, definitely. Kind of haunting. Yeah, this sounds really creepy, this intro. Yeah. Also, I think this song could have been on Come Now Sleep. Yeah. Hmm, This fits to me, like, sonically. At least of all the Hawkboy tunes, I think if I had to pick one to put on Come Now Sleep, it would be this one. There's just some of this ambient energy that I'm picking up on that I haven't heard as much since Come Now Sleep. Right. Well, and some of the guitar lines and stuff feel Mm -hmm. really, like... Yeah, very come now sleep. Some of the guitar tone and yeah, stuff. That kind of pulsing drum, the yeah. toms. Yep. Like, doot, doot, yeah, no, that totally doot. makes sense. I thought this was too it. long. I but... knew you would because it's almost <laughs> yeah. six minutes. Yeah. But see, the way that when they first originally released this as an EP, it was just the four songs. So this like closed out the EP. Oh, so yeah, I that's feel like, right. Yeah, it was. So I feel like that gives it a little more like excuse to go long especially yeah. with how like it Fits just like trails off yeah. at the end yep. yeah yep so that and i sense. i'm like torn between i still kind of see it as the closer i still mm. i still i guess between seeing it as just track four and the next song being the last song of the ep i see this more as like the closer and the, the next closer. song is a bonus track yep. kind of thing oh, i like yeah. that i like yeah. that take that makes sense. yeah so that's how i still kind of feel about it in addition to that this was originally listed on digital music and streaming as damn knees. Yeah. But all one word instead of damnesia, it's oh. like the three words of damn knees and Y A. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, right. it's still listed as that on SoundCloud. Nice. So, Interesting. But on all the physical releases, it's uh, as damnesia. That's great. See, that like, feels like such like a kind of like jokey title that I think supports my previously held theory of they just were kind of like screwing around having Goofing fun off a little bit i think yeah. you're right but it also is so like, like kind of genius uh-huh that's what's so great about it no i've never thought about that as because i mean i you definitely have that with artists like their one work is like a response like how they performed this album is a response to how they performed the last album kind of thing mm, like right. thrice as beggars and uh, as a response to the Alchemy Index is like just real raw and like just let loose. Like I've never thought about right. that, but that makes total sense yeah. with that in mind. Yep. Also, lyrically, wanted to point out they're doing the thing where they call back to a previous theme. Yeah. Like the get free part of Scoundrel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Like he's. It's like the character saying, 
get free, get free. But then now the character is like responding back to himself maybe, or like to somebody else. Like we got free. Like we are really free now. Right. After they took over the monarchy of mother, mother London, (laughs) they are really free. The scoundrels are free. Dang, you guys are are blowing my mind on stuff I listened to for so long. I'm like, (laughs) I've never put that much thought into like, oh, wow, that connects. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. This is why we do the podcast, man. It I'm is. sure we're making all this up. None of this right, is yeah, real. Right, it's yeah, it's all completely speculative, <laughs> but, you know. So I love it even it's, more for that. It's, it, you know, yeah, that that is the beauty of this podcast is, like, we all have different perspectives on things. And, you know, whether we find out that our friends put more thought into Hawkboy or that our favorite band in the world, Pillar, is absolutely <laughs> terrible. You know, we all, we, we learn things through this process. <laughs> or if we are... Like, if we have our minds blown by somebody called Larry Norman for the first right. time ever, or if no one else in the world likes Paper Root, I knew it. <laughs> the band we've we never all... seen live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or we learn that we've seen a band live before. <laughs> we we find out about cashew poops. I mean, yeah. this podcast is uh, hey, myriad. you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> Right. Listen to Church Champs now. I feel like we just did an ad. Yeah. <laughs> the only place for Hawk Boy podcast content. All uh, Chekhov's daddies welcome. <laughs> um, I like the little slapback delay thing that they do on yeah. his voice. Yeah, that's really cool. It's so nice. Um, yeah, and Josh, you just you, you kind of changed my perspective on this. Like thinking of this as the last track and the next one more like a bonus track. Makes me appreciate this a little, a little. Yeah, you more. can kind of indulge with it. Yeah, like allow it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I can, I can vibe with it a little more. It's still going as like the credits roll, so it can kind of be a little long, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I, I also love that, that they choose to finish the phrase, or like in the song without the phrase finished. Like it doesn't land back on the the one or whatever it is. I feel like that's dun, a recurring dun. theme of this EP. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> They're staying consistent. Dang. Callbacks left and right on this thing. Tell you what. That's what we do. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's do the last track of this EP before we jump into the next one. Uh, Because that's the order of the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. I like, I said it like it was like, all right, so we're going to try this new thing. And I'm like, no, this is just (laughs) literally. I'm glad. (laughs) The way that shows. You're keeping us on track, man. We appreciate it. Uh, New year, new bit. Uh, I'm going to keep us on track. Here we go. <laughs> track number five, I Rate Blues. So, or I like he's trying to become a blues reviewer. He says, "I rate rate blues." blues. blues. Well said, Josh. Well said. 
<laughs> I, I don't know why it's just like I rate blues dot tumblr dot com. That's available. I want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that should be the official church gems now uh Tumblr website. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um okay, so I like this. Okay. Uh this is very much a Kylan move, as you guys know. Like, hey, let's take a song that I've recorded before and just do a totally different version of it because I can. And drop um, one letter and call it a new song. But, right. I'm curious how you guys feel about this compared to the Hell or High Water version. The original is better. Always will be. Okay, good. I agree. But I like that this is Cody covering Manchester Orchestra, covering As Cities Burn. <laughs> yeah, that is Tell me I'm wrong. And this one feel this one fits more of the vibe of Hawkboy. Definitely. It's like I like that it exists because it's like it's a little cheeky. They yeah. feel a little buzzed maybe. And they're just like playing in the studio together. They're right. like, Oh yeah, let's try this. You know, they're jamming. The other a song bit. we did. Let's change maybe, it up a little bit. Like if we're talking about narrative structure. Like we talk about how Capo seems to be the first Hawkboy song, but maybe this re- like maybe As Cities Burn ends with Daughter, and then <gasps> it starts Pirate with Blues. Pirate Blues. Ooh. Yeah, it really comes to fruition on Capo, and right. that's when they're like, "Oh, let's do that now." Let's, and that's let's like do that some more of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I dig that. And then I that makes this, this I love a little this more fictional Hawkboy history that we've created. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. We're the only podcast. No one can. Yeah, that's true. We can say whatever we want. (laughs) We say Cody was completely smashed when he recorded this. I believe it says. That's what it says on Genius. (laughs) And really, Um, yeah, I think you read that last time. Yeah, didn't you? Oh, I think I made that up. No, no, no. You're right. It says on Genius. (laughs) My gosh, on the original, on the original, he read that on Genius. No, no. I thought you were talking about this song, and I was like, this is on Genius. No. The because I high water version is yeah yeah the original yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that yeah I remember that yeah gosh you guys we've already lost it we're gonna get yeah, so many comments about mangling facts oh gosh so we're fact campers it may not seem like a long time it's been a week between episodes for you listener but it's been a while for right us. <laughs> yeah I want to say I still like the hell or high water version I still think it's better I guess but mm-hmm. I do enjoy this like hearing this version on and I feel like it definitely fits. This Hawk fits Boy. more of the totally. Hawkboy vibe. I love the instrumental jam slash kind of solo that mm-hmm. he does, like at the end. Uh, and hey, there's a sweet, sweet snare roll uh, <laughs> towards the end of this song. That's true. It's it's some good so good. drums. This was the first time that I had noticed the bass on this EP. Like you were right that in I think was it two bit that there is some synth bass like it is a bass played it was scoundrel yeah it was scoundrel yeah your favorite but song it was my favorite but this was like <laughs> the first time that i was like oh they're using more real bass than just right like synth bass yeah i was kind of missing the synth the sweet sweet bass on this ep compared Until to this High water yeah yeah. yeah i also wanted to say this feels that kind of like brit like modern brit thing again yeah this feels very Definitely. like like for sure, I don't know. Yeah, there, there's like way more like British rock influence on this than I remembered. Like Kaiser Chiefs, like mm-hmm. like guitar tone and stuff. Yep. It's kind of even just Beatles, like right. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 British interpretation of of country western. Yep, that's so good. It's more like funky, you know. Right. It's like they're kind of just 
winking at the audience a little bit. Like we've had like a couple I, shiners. Yeah, <laughs> I like how. Noodle. Yeah, I like it. the guitar sounds a little a little sloppy. Like he's yep. still he's hitting all the right notes. He's hitting it just, oh, he's yeah. nailing it. It just feels a little sloppy. Yeah. Like a as little bit as Cody like can get, it's still like precise. On the edge. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he's he can only get so sloppy. Yeah, <laughs> he's just too skilled. He can't turn off the talent completely. Yeah. Did you guys pick up on like the lyrics that he changed? I was just gonna say that. Ayo. It's, no. it's the second chorus, right? And that's there's a there's a couple ones. There's like okay. a couple different lines that he says that are different. Yeah. All right, hit us with I wrote, it. I wrote some of them down. Uh, in like the ver- third verse. In the original song, he said, I've been pouring my heart up through the floorboards, but you don't mm-hmm. live here no more. And then in this one, he says, I've been pouring my heart up, up through the floorboards, 164. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that brings me that to too. my point of like, here's my list of movies that are 164 minutes long. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you should also do that, though. I, I just, would not have been surprised. To keep that going. In the least. Right. No, I didn't even that catch ready. that. So <laughs> You can do that after my credit reading. And yeah, perfect. My That'll be my pop reading. culture connection. Yeah. Uh, TJ, were you going to say the, cor- the second chorus? Yeah, the second chorus. You got that one? Um, the Hell or High Water version is, oh, you want to catch in a lens, call your green eyes, don't see just yet. This version is, I want to find you a friend, but I keep making and breaking all my promises. Hmm. I like both of those, too. Those yeah. are both really good. Yeah, they are. Dang. It's almost like you want both. You do. And that's why you Luckily, can't have both. Luckily, both exist. Yeah. <laughs> have your I didn't pirate write it down. and eat your blues. Yeah. <laughs> and rate your blues. <laughs> and rate your blues. <laughs> he also changed... I didn't write these down. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry for my unprofessional You should be. Wow. Nature. I didn't think we'd get this detailed with it. Listen, I know. You, what, you, were just song, doing, you were thinking but, we were just going to like slide on in and... I know. I thought we'd just like casually mention it and people could just go on their merry way. An know? encyclopedic and compendium of all comprehensive things. And comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium yep. of all things Hawkboy. No the only place mangled. for Hawkboy content online. I want to just admit, admit now before everyone <laughs> calls me on it that for like I forgot it was comprehensive for like the first like two episodes of it. And so I was like editing the first episode and I keep saying complete and encyclopedic and now I just sound like an idiot. Instead of <laughs> you do like, sound oh, like an idiot. Wow, it's comprehensive. I listen <laughs> to that right. podcast. <laughs> but anyways... Uh, the first two verses of verse, the first two lines of verse four are changed on this one as oh, well. Yeah. So I, I like that there's like some variation between the two of them. Like that yeah. adds to like it's a re-recording. They change up the style a little bit, how they recorded at least, and we'll also change some 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 lyrics too to just mm-hmm. differentiate it that much more. Yeah, yeah, I and it, it makes the listener pay attention again, right? So okay, so at this point, do you guys should we do? Uh, I think we have two ways of going about this. We can either sort of talk generally what our thoughts about the first Hawkboy EP were, or we can jump right into King Folly and then kind of talk about both in context of each other. Um, I don't know which which way you guys want to go. I'm good with jumping right into EP2 and then kind of talking about all of it. Yeah, I'm down for that. that. Because then kinda, we can compare both of them that. and yeah, exactly. talk about them yeah. in context. With Sweet. Each other. Okay, so now we're moving on to the second EP, King Folly. Jumping forward a couple months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with track number one, Wide Road. Gave you a nice wide road to watch you fall from the tide road. Now take your sorries and stuff them. 
Okay, is this EP mastered louder than the self-titled? Oh, I don't know. It felt so much louder to me. Like, I didn't change my volume from Ira Blues into King, or into Wide Road on King Folly, and it was, like, way louder on my headphones. I just didn't know if that was just, like, production differences between Tyler Orr doing Hawkboy and Matt Goldman doing because I feel like I definitely noticed it in the drums a lot mm-hmm. especially yeah. the drums yeah maybe yeah the drums feel a lot like the the cymbals are a lot bigger yeah yeah it the doesn't feel like huge. as live and raw in the room as I think the Hawkboy EP did right mm-hmm. although it still does Agreed. very much have a very like garage rock yes, vibe still totally. definitely there yeah. it's like the garage rock of like White Stripes recording Icky Thump where you're like, we're Garage Rock, but we're recording this like Electric Lady, you know? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> High fidelity. They didn't actually record it there as far as I know, <laughs> but I don't know where they did. I can't believe you don't know that. You're mangling facts left I and right. I don't. Gosh. I am. I thought this was comprehensive. Just off the <laughs> I know. White Stripes series. Yeah. The New Year, New Bit, Josh, is like unprepared. I don't know. <laughs> I just make references and have no validation to back them up. Yeah, That's you sound like bit. me. <laughs> <laughs> you're me? That's your new bit? That's yeah. it. Josh is Kylan. Welcome you to 2023. Like, you're like, I'm going to hold it all together. I'm like, cool, he's got that. I'll be Kylan. <laughs> <laughs> you got the I better like end of the deal, the Josh. Podcast. Yeah, you just get to come in and be a chaos goblin and then oh, yeah. leave and forget everything you said. Um, oh man! So do we like so, the song? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it's you weird to hear them after, especially in this series, like all of the Acidies Burn that we've done, kind of compressed like this. It's weird hearing just kind of like straight up rock and roll. Like I can tell that they had fun, but like this feels like the most like first chorus, verse chorus, bridge chorus kind mm. of vibe it is very straightforward song structure and i don't know how i feel about it i kind of got used to the whole like linear song structure thing changing things up i will say one thing that i found really 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 interesting was at 2 30 on your uh, the mason started on your stone mm-hmm. that's like the most vocal flourish i've ever heard cody do it's also a very like predictable line to do. Da, 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 da. Right. Yeah. It was and like he doesn't usually do those. Exactly. Like like usually he's like he's pretty straightforward in terms of his singing style. Mm-hmm. And this feels the most kind of like radio rock. Yeah. Uh, I almost wonder too that like they do that warp delay echo thing on his voice immediately after that on the walk back through the minefield. Walk, 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 walk. I almost yeah. wonder if they did that to kind of juxtapose or, or to kind of be like, nah, we're still edgy because it was like a really predictable line and he sings it right, in right. this very typical kind of pop way. Hmm. Like, all right, let's get weird again. Like, don't worry, we're right, still a weird right, band, right. y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I really like that that effect that they threw on the voice. Yeah. If, if I can mention a specific effect too, at 138, he has that lead line and it like almost like, digitizes into just like sound yes, and i yes. love I like oh, i don't I know exactly how they do that but i love how it comes across it just yeah. works so well it's yeah. like some kind of bit crusher sort of thing some fuzz into like a bit crush kind of sound oh, yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. weird 
I don't know exactly what it is. Um, but overall, I do really like. Uh, I do really like this song. Okay, yeah. you sounded like you're like, do we? Do I not? I really love how he changes the lyrics in each chorus of because he says, "I just want to know what's the kamikaze goal, and why your hangman's already knotted a rope in the first mm-hmm. chorus, and why the masons already started on your stone, stone on the second chorus, right. yep, and then the third chorus is why and why you can't be trusted alone." And I like, mm-hmm. I love how like it's like the same thing, but like how he's like hangman in one, mason in the second one. Like I love those. Mm-hmm. Those two are my favorite. How you get like different like people that are like in judgment or like finality. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Look at you yeah. analyzing the that was, heck yeah. out of this, Josh. He's no, back, lo- y'all. He's back. He's hey, back. he's back. <laughs> I just like yeah. I just love like the way those lines are structured and written are just like I love that stuff. Especially like mm-hmm. Kamikaze Goal. Like that's a yeah. Great, Kamikaze Goal is really a weird mm-hmm. but great like idea in line. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is something nobody would ever put together in a million years, right. but Cody did mm-hmm. it. Sweet. We got anything else on Wide Road? I do want to talk about how going into the third chorus, they like they start building into it, and then they kind of, you guys could listen to it and, and like tell me if I'm right or wrong in this, but it feels like they build past like where you would hit on the chorus, so they hit it like a different place. Oh, so it makes it like, it's a cool decision that makes it feel new even though they're going into the same kind of thing it's in the third chorus it's like whenever they first get to it so coming up right here yeah there's a build into it but then instead of hitting where you think they would they like keep building for like another like half a measure yeah. a measure interesting Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. hit where you yeah. start yeah. Cause like, yeah, you, like the the real pop thing would be it would be the hit on "You Are Free, free. to yep. Go," but yeah, they do it on the phrase after. Yeah, that is interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. I really That's love cool. that. I've He's always back, felt baby. that and <laughs> been like weird choice, and yeah, never like it, known yeah. how I felt about it. But like that, it's there because it challenges me. Like yes. even if I never land on either I like it or I don't I love that it exists just to like trick my ear a little bit yeah I love that you notice that oh yeah that's cool I'm a drummer this year guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> new new year new bit new Josh new, new year, drummer new, new drums wow. um, I've okay. been practicing on Willow's kit oh perfect Willow got your drum kit just for Christmas and I just yeah. over every now and then and just sneak over don't say hi or anything fly 2,000 miles <laughs> yeah. to come play on my daughter's drum kit Nobody even knew you were there. <laughs> no one could hear me playing the drums. I also really like the outro of this song. It has like this other synth that comes in at four minutes and seven seconds. And four minutes into the song, they're like, we'll put in a new synth part just to add like a cool little, so you don't get bored new in the outro. Yeah. Yeah, bold move, y'all. Yeah, I love stuff like that. And like then it. there's also claps in the outro, which kind of yeah. calls for the claps. And so shout out to my wife, Allie. She's all about the claps too. Nice. Yeah, I like the claps. They work. Yeah. I um I was uh kind of like at the, at the end of the song I was always like I had a Kylan moment, I think, each time I listened to it, except for maybe the first where I'm just like, "All right, wrap it up." Like this one for some reason just drags to me. Um but now that you're pointing out these new elements that like my ear caught but didn't like identify, 
I think I can appreciate the length of the song a little more because well, it has that guitar like jam, like solo. It is also the second longest Hawkboy song. Yeah, mm. so that makes sense. It is pretty lengthy in terms of Hawkboy. Right. Well, okay, so then, so my whole thing though is, I don't know how much I like all those additions because I don't know how much of it is like, oh, we're gonna put this in to just because like it's really cool or. This song's really boring. Maybe we just need to like kind of start adding some stuff. I think to it like, was an afterthought of like after to, like, they recorded trying it, to keep it interesting. Matt Goldman yeah. and Cody were like, "Okay, we need to have some stuff here. Yeah, right. dress it up a little um, bit." Yeah, but I do like it. Let's move on to track number two. Gotta get out. This one to me feels the most like straightforward verse chorus song. Mm. I wrote this might be the most forgettable song we've done in this entire series. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. It's Tell like the why. most just kind of like standard. Yeah, like you were saying, like it's yeah, it's this could be any other band. Line. You know what I mean? Like hmm. there's nothing to me that really like screams. Well, and I wrote that this it's pretty straightforward guitar parts from Cody on here. There's nothing yeah, that's like, exactly. like, that's a Cody guitar part. Like, right, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, a- every single part of this could be any other band doing this kind of, like, sort of, like, indie pop rock kind of thing. I think yeah. Lunsford does a good job of keeping it interesting. I think the drums definitely are carrying it to be from just being any other band. I think that's why I've always liked this song. Not to say that it's my favorite at all, but I think it, the drums were enough to like keep my brain kind of hooked into the song. Yeah. Cause they are really interesting patterns that he's doing. And Definitely. especially against Cody's vocal choices, like the rhythmic choices that he's doing against Aaron's drumming is like, there's a lot of staggering and like kind of call response mm. stuff happening. You're right. It's kind of, other than that, it's kind of straightforward. Yeah. It like, is very no nonsense. Kylan, can you dislike a song that has a lyric that mentions a cigarette? <laughs> Because exactly. that is one of, that is a Kylan Savage song bingo where you mention yeah, smoking or cigarettes That's true. and That's he true. says lit cigarette in your mouth. Yeah. So I feel know, like you gotta like it. I you would think so, but you know, I'm a multifaceted cinnamon roll of a man. That you, you are. sure are, buddy. It's funny, I just wrote a new song and I specifically called that out. But the fun thing is, like, if you didn't know that we play Kylan Savage song bingo, like, it it fits in the context of the song. But I say, like, put another dot on your bingo card every time that I start to talk about wanting to light up a cigarette again. (laughs) (laughs) But it, like, it fits within the rest of the song. So, So like, you don't think about it. And also within context. Yeah, it fits. That's great. Um, I love that. Yeah, I you know I I can I can like or dislike songs with cigarettes and maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe this is my favorite song. I don't know. <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> okay, you're just so to persuasive. your point. To your point, this song has the least amount of notes for me. So mm-hmm. yeah, like, of things to write home about, if you will, like this mm-hmm. has the least amount, but I still enjoy it. Well, mm-hmm. my other big note is the thing we already talked about, like does this whole thing sort of seem like an experiment in trying to just let things be 
mm. for Cody and Aaron. Yeah. Uh, and, I got that vibe a lot more on this EP than the self-titled EP. Hmm. Um, this felt a lot more kind of straightforward rock and roll. We're not really going to think about it a whole lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Now that we're on the second track of the EP, I got to know, Kylan, is it a new concept? If the last one was like kind I of think the so. London, like the British... I think so. I, yeah, story. you know, what's I, this? I can't, I can't, like, I can't quite put it together. But something about the song titles on this one feel of a piece as well. Mm-hmm. Wide road, gotta get out. Corpse lips, stained glass, king folly feels a little more like like Shakespearean or like Victorian era than like mm-hmm. a modern city, you know. But like you've got Mother London and King Folly feel like of a piece. Maybe because it's mm-hmm. like Mother King, there's like a title before something. I don't know. I don't know. But there's something. There's something here. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll dig we, it out. We will figure it out. Well, as we dig end. up this corpse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to track number three. Corpse lips. Before y'all say anything, I have only one note on this song, so I want to say it first, if that's okay. (laughs) Please. Okay. You literally could put this song, as is, on Digital Ash and a Digital Urn, and my only question would be, who's that guy singing guest vocals at one minute? Because his voice sounds like Connor Oberst. sounds like Connor Oberst. Wow. The production sounds like... Complete like the digital ash. digital ash era Some, bright eyes yep. yep like a little bit like moving past like like fevers and mirrors into digital ash yep the melody lines all of it like I loved it mm-hmm. but it is so a bright eyes song wow it's, I never put it together like I love this song and I like yes okay out I, why. that was my second thought Thank was like so TJ's much. gotta love this song yeah because <laughs> it's do. a bright eyes song it really is. Yeah, the the quaver, like or like the quiver. He sounds like Connor thing. Oberst. Yeah. Oh man. Maybe they're cousins. Lips. Yeah. I've been kissing these corpse lips. Like the melodies even sound like Bright Eyes. And the production uh-huh. totally sounds like Bright Eyes. I wow. love this song. That's great. And it even goes to the like is that like a ukulele later or something? I think so, yeah. Which feels it's all, like it's a, just a it's a bright eyes. Song. There's like there's like <laughs> feels like an I'm wide awake thing, yeah. you know. There's like castanets yeah, in yeah. like the second chorus or something. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Literally. That's a total. If you put this on dig- as a bonus track on Digital move. Ash, because there's one part, this right here, where the drums come in, drums where his voice sounds like Cody. But then he layers his voice right after it. And so it sounds like he's just singing guest vocals on a Bright Eyes song. <laughs> <laughs> He sent it to Connor, and Connor sent it back, and he's like, okay, I guess I'll do it myself. Yeah. Right. He's like, it's great, buddy, but I'm, I've got too many songs. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, working on, I'm going solo. I'm working on something else now. Like, <laughs> Can't do it. 
Interesting. Like, fine. I'll put but it on my King Folly EP. Everything from the vocal performance to the production to the melody, it all lyrical, like lyrically, it just it feels like Bright Eyes. <laughs> yeah. And even the the switch from this mm-hmm. kind of cute like ukulele castanets thing to the like really heavy with the synth. Even that yeah. feels like bright yeah, eyes. Now I know. that you sing it, I'm just I like, know. oh my god! Because I mentioned <laughs> did I just that blow in my your notes. Mind, TJ, you totally did. Because <laughs> I mentioned that in my notes about like we we go from ukulele castanets to like heavy and synth, and I love it. And now I know why. Yeah. Oh my because god! Because you is love totally bright eyes. <laughs> and this and like when the drums do like like the really tight <laughs> snare on there, like yep. yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh man. That's crazy. Dang. This is my favorite song on the King Folly EP. Oh, okay. Really? Cool. See, as someone who has never really been into Bright Eyes, I've never really liked this song that much. So really? I'll be the outlier here. Yeah, I'm like yeah. maybe I'm just like like it's a very well poignant and descriptive lyric of like kissing corpse lips, but maybe I've just always been like like oh that's, that's gross like I don't like this song <laughs> is it too scary for you it's too scary for me guys too scary I also I when it, I buddy. bought it off iTunes my copy of it was all like all warbly and it's cut out and I had to email <laughs> iTunes support but they got me a new copy it was fine uh, so no way I always remember that about this song that this was like uh, and I had to like email them like hi my song my file of corpse lips isn't is is, isn't working (laughs) did you feel weird send me a new corpse lips please like asking any other song this would be fine but maybe that was just too embarrassed being like i just talk about corpse lips too many times to some person who's like what is this guy listening to (laughs) you should have you should have like put something else in there too like the way they always talk about like like if you have to buy like like tampons or condoms or something, you also buy like paper towels, ice cream or toilet paper. <laughs> so you're just like, ah, I just got normal. a bunch of random stuff. <laughs> Who knows? It's man. cool. It's just some corpse lips. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. There's two bit. It's like it's two bit. Corpse lips and my corpse lips in the A team. And my Jordan, song. my like, Jordan's, <laughs> my new Jordan Sparks song is also messed up too. <laughs> is that was she around? She was around this time, right? I think so. Sure. I don't yeah. know. That was. Such a Kylan pull. I loved it. <laughs> Jordan Sparks. Amazing. Um, cool. Yeah, what else we got about Corpse Lips? I just cannot get over the fact that it's just straight up a, a Bright Eyes song. song. Like, not yeah, even like a neither. cover of a Bright Eyes song. Now that it you is said it, I can't unhear fully, it. Yeah. Like, it might as well just be like a bonus track on Digital Ash. Mm-hmm. I do really like the lyrics on this one. Like, they are they are super gross and super effective. Like, I eat the fruit of your tree and it... What is it? Turns in your belly Feel or whatever. Turn in my belly. Yeah, and like, yeah, like corpse lips. You know, using using it as some imagery for an experience with relationships or otherwise. Even a damn fool has wisdom to keep his mouth closed. Closed when, when kissing, kissing corpse, corpse lips. lips. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's effective. It paints a yeah. picture, man. Oh, it it's does. Gnarly, but it's not a great picture, but it paints it. <laughs> Yeah. It's not my favorite picture, but it is, <laughs> but it is painted <laughs> descriptively. Yes, yep. I can't. I have to give it that. Yeah, I do like how things get real big at like two fourteen. Like you were talking about when the everything gets real big with that synth, and like I do like that part. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it just Josh. Drops. If you like that, let me tell you about this band from Omaha, Nebraska. Oh uh, yeah, you <laughs> called oh, Bright Eyes. <laughs> called Lucha. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to yeah. You. It, 
it's a uh, it's a good one. It's a good one, y'all. I I will call back to this when we get to track five. Okay. Oh. Well, to get there first, we have to get to track number four. That's math. Stained glass. <laughs> this is the way the show goes. <laughs> <laughs> new year, new bit, same format. <laughs> <laughs> just in case yep. you were wondering. The new bit might be I just might just start skipping around. Maybe the next album. I'm just gonna go. Here's track it's one. Like, here's track six. We listen to albums on shuffle. Is our new bit. Oh man, that'd be wild. Ugh. And we talk about how bad the sequencing is. Yeah, right. We could do that. Track four, stained glass. Broke a pane of stained glass. But you came to take back What you gave in the church pew Now you need the body for food Every single body's been cruel Hanging on to dirty money Staring down This isn't my favorite song But his voice is my favorite his vocal performance on this song is my favorite of everything within these two eps wow i get that you really feel it yeah especially with that like soupy slap back delay yep exactly that's That's warbling around but then it and then it cuts tight at the very end of each phrase Mm -hmm. so it doesn't overstay its welcome it's like well and especially when you come off of like the layered version of corpse lips like this feels a lot more just like open and out Mm -hmm. there and like kind of honest like yes you're just like yeah "Yeah, sing it cody yeah it's a very like intimate moment for the ep well then i like it because the production is like all really simple but there's like so good though there's all this yeah. like these like whooshing sounds and like all this ambient noise in the background mm-hmm. that like fills it out. Mm-hmm. That like it gives it more of a feeling of like hearing it kind of live. Mm-hmm. And it's called and it staying in a church pew, so it's yeah, like, yeah. You're in the you're in this like Catholic Sist- like Sistine Chapel or something like yeah, yeah. And uh, there's like piano in this that's really nice, but it's like super sparse. Yeah, it's very intentionally structured like the instrumentation yeah and speaking of structure they also like in line with the Hawkboy EP like they bring it down at track four because like track yep. four Damnesia brings it down and like Stained yep. Glass brings it down same too. thing I I really like this one a lot though yeah it's very good I love the ooze that come in at 203 mm-hmm. this song felt the most like um Band of Horses to oh me. yeah totally I think it's that kind of like clean like arpeggiated guitar. Yep. Like post death cab kind of like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. With some really confessional sounding vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like a Ben Bridwell kind of thing to do. Yeah. Maybe if this is what the mountain goat sounded like, I would like them. <laughs> it's what I wish the mountain goat sounded like based on their name. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, they sound nothing. Where's the connection here? That's funny. No, I get it. I get it. No, I, Josh, I weirdly get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I can like, see I it. can, fully I can hear a band that sounded like this. Understand and relate goats. to what you're saying. Yes. yes. 
Unfortunately, it, you got to upgrade from goats to horses to get yeah, this kind yeah, of sound. Fine. The mountain horses, the band of goats. I get it. I'm not a horse guy, so like I get it. I wish mountain goats sounded like this. And then you upgrade from the horses to corpse lips. Yeah. The mountain ho- corpse lips. I don't know. All right, let's move on to track number five. Goats, goats lips. <laughs> Kyle, you're, goats, let's goats move on before now. you get into too much more folly. <laughs> nice. Track well five. Last track, King Folly. King Folly. You clown so heavy I am betting The price on your head King Folly Your future's ugly I've been feeling Your boots full of You're a dead ice With a heavy heart You're a You said your favorite song was between 2-Bit and another song, and you have not mentioned that song yet. So I have to, therefore, assume it is King Folly. That's a big assumption, Josh, but you are correct. Oh! King hey-o. Folly is the other fave of mine. And I like the poetry of it. Like, it's like a, like I love 2-Bit, and then I love King Folly. Really? It's like the first and the last. Songs are kind of duking it out. The bookends, nice. <sighs> yeah, by the time you get to this one, I just kind of love it so much that... I think I'm just going to commit to it. I think it's my fave. Good. I want us all to have different favorite songs. I like it's that. It's so rock and roll, and I love it. The drum performances are incredible. Well, what's so interesting to me I just think is to awesome. hear you say that this is like your favorite, because I feel like of all the songs on both EPs, these lyrics are the most like kind of throwaway. I disagree. They don't have a ton of lyrics. And they just repeat them a bunch of times. I, yeah, I, I do. I will concede your point that it's very sparse lyricism, but I think it's super effective. And I said, I said, I don't know who King Folly is directed to, but the lyrics still feel like on the nose. Mm-hmm. And like, is does that is that valid? Does that make sense? But yeah, yeah, I think the lyrics have always dragged this song down for me a little bit. But musically, it rips. It's great. Hmm. But I feel like, yeah, the lyrics kind of take me out of it a little bit. But it doesn't for you, too. Yeah, I feel like they only, like, lyrically, they only have half a song to Mm. me. I think I'd drop in, I maybe drop into vibe guy mode on this one, and that's why I like it so much. Okay. Because I'm just just kind of rocking with it. But I will say, I think another reason I like it is sort of in context to the rest of the EP, because I think it wraps everything up with with a bow a little bit. Because I, because as we've been talking about, Hawkboy and King Folly as maybe concept EPs. I like your idea that the Hawkboy EP is like this kind of uh, Oliver Twist London kind of vibe. It's almost like the 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 peasants' mm. perspective, or they're like running around with like the scum and the rats and the scoundrels. This then is sort of like turning it to the royalty. Like you've got a king, you've got the stained glass, like the opulent space you've got like corpse lips of maybe a bride like the line in this song the the frozen bride that's like still kind of on the ice but for how long and it's almost like painting this picture of like how long can the royalty stay on top kind of like from almost from the peasant's perspective so to me this like this song kind of lands the plane a little bit like thematically and hmm. if if, if right. Hawkboy is like kind of about the peasants' experience in jolly old England, then like King Folly is like 
turning it toward the the royalty and kind Ooh, of investigating like that, a that a little bit. Yeah, that is because the corpse lips are the okay. are the lips of the King Folly's bride. If that Ooh, that's what I was trying to who's on nice. Okay, oh, yeah, okay. I dig that. And, and the, you know the wide road scoundrel is. It's like the what's it called when the when the like when a royal person comes into town with their big like fanfare and all that. Like a procession. Procession. Thank you. Yeah, they're coming down the wide road. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I don't know. I like it. No, I like that. That's <laughs> yeah, a good yeah, yeah, I'm like just that. like No, I'm just yeah, processing yeah, this yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, me too. Like yeah, picturing yeah. it all I'm like, oh, I like this now. Yeah. And I feel like maybe maybe that even ties into like the artwork of it too, you know? Like you oh, kinda yeah. get the the I don't know, I can't remember what they are in Marxism where you have like the lower class and the bourgeois or something like uh-huh. which one, I remember yeah. which one yeah. we kinda got the lower class, the upper class kind of thing. So Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. I'm yeah. If I'm, if I'm silent. I'm just thinking about that because I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it was like yeah. Well, I had a moment where I was like, "Does this make sense at all? Like, am I just?" Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It does. It totally makes okay. sense to me. Cool. I love it. Yeah, and yeah, as the guy that likes the narrative uh, structure, right. and I'm I'm here for that. Yeah, because I I I didn't picked up on that, but yeah, that makes sense to me. So so that's why the the, the song rules for me is because it like kind of puts everything in its place. Has this always been like one of your favorites? Uh Yeah, I think so. I cuz like especially the way it opens, like that King Folly like that kind of vocal to drum moment mm-hmm. is so like it's like seared into my brain. It's so hooky to me mm-hmm. that when I thought about this EP, like I think I mentioned the the track on the Hawkboy EP that it was like seared into my brain this is the one for this ep that really just like stuck with me yeah and i definitely when i think of the king fall ep like i think of this song i don't think of like wide road or like any of the other ones like you think of this one first obviously it's the title track but because it starts off very memorably yep it's almost it's interesting because like i almost want to flip it and put king folly first and move wide road to the end but i think thematically it's not as effective yeah, because yeah. the king is like the For end. Sure. You kind of need this yeah. at the end, yeah. But sonically, it would I like be that. Cool as an opener. Cool. No, I like that. Uh, I will tell you what, uh, Cody knows how to sequence an yeah. album, even an EP, yep. man. Very true. Uh, both of these, they, they kind of mirror each other structure wise, but they also complement each other really mm-hmm. well. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, do you think, because these came out like within five, six months of each other, so they're recorded. Written and recorded right around the same time. Like, do you like them better as EPs, or do you think they could have worked as a, a record? And if so, like in this order kind of thing, or like would it be better? That yeah, way? I, I started to. Tr- I tried to think of like an alternate track list, but that ultimately felt a little useless. Like I don't know. I I kind of like them how they are right. as separate works, though. That kind of mirror each other. No, I think they kind of I think they complement each other, but I like that they're kind of two separate things because they do have two different vibes. Mm-hmm. I prefer the self-titled, mm. but the reason I prefer that, like I don't know, I do feel like King Folly is a more complete work. Yes. But the the self-titled feels the most like ACB B-sides. Yeah, the components of that band you that know what you I liked mean? so much. 
Yeah, right. it felt yeah, it 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 felt a little less complete. It felt definitely more just like an EP of perhaps like here's some bonus stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas King Folly did, even though I didn't enjoy it as much, it did feel like more of a complete Cohesive, work. Yeah. No, I totally yeah. get that because I've always liked the Hawkboy EP more. And I think the highs are higher on the Hawkboy EP. Mm, yeah, um, I agree. But okay. like overall, the King Folly is more like put together and like it runs together. Like, and I, I've always, I liked the first one and I always like viewed King Folly as a lot lesser, but listening through it this time, like really brought my appreciation for that whole EP up more. And it like, mm. and I think the problem is like the Hawkboy EP has songs I really like, whereas King Folly has like parts in songs I like a lot of like I like the parts of songs more than the songs themselves kind mm, of thing interesting yeah. so so that's kind of has been my takeaway but definitely like spending more time with this has has improved that and I do think a lot more fondly of King Folly interesting okay yeah uh, some stats King Folly is four minutes shorter than Hawkboy oh so o only four minutes so I feel like four minutes is a lot when you've got the same amount of songs yeah, yeah that's true, true. five songs yeah, yeah a piece there was no sweet, sweet bass on the King Folly P, was there, Kylan? Uh, nothing that stood out Ooh, to me. Yeah, that's a bummer. Hmm. I, I can see that. I feel like the, the songs on the Hawkboy EP are like stronger overall and, and give, they provide right. room for that sweet, yeah, sweet bass. That, that, yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I, I like the songs on Hawkboy more, but I like the fact that King Folly is a cohesive right. thing just as much. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I land on TJ, it. TJ, do though. you? Which one do you like more? Did you say? Mm, I'd probably have to pick Hawkboy too if I had to pick between the Hawkboy two, King Hawkboy Folly, <laughs> Hawkboy two, the sequel, Hawkboys <laughs> two men, <laughs> Hawkboys two men. <laughs> no, the first EP, the self-titled. Overall, yeah, and that's why I like King Folly and Two Bitter kind of just duking it out for my favorite track. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Well, we did it. That's it. The end of the episode. Bye. Or Bye. is it? Ooh, psych. We got more bonus stuff coming up. Uh, so, yeah, I think that was our Hawk Boy conversation, right? Yeah, that was it. We hawked, boy. <laughs> boy! <laughs> my son. My hawk son. I loved you. <laughs> Screw you, Dad. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, you know what? You were born in a pair of ball. <laughs> born inside the city walls. <laughs> Born inside the city walls. I'm so irate. If, if we want to jump ahead, uh, we'll go forward a couple more years, a little less than four years. These songs came out, uh, I don't think I mentioned this in the research, but these songs came out to promote their 10-year anniversary tour of Sign I Loved You. So these came out in uh, oh, yeah. the summer of 2015 as they were preparing for that 10-year anniversary tour. Mm -hmm. Sweet. So which one do we want to do first? Uh, Prince of Planet Earth came out first. I on YouTube, it came out on June 1st of 2015. And then Goldmine came out okay. July 1st. Well, let's do Prince of Planet Earth first. Let's do it. Going back into ACB land. Boy, are we. Here we go. Prince of Planet Earth. Is this an ACV song or is this Silk Sonic? I think this intro is so funny. <laughs> is this a Daft Punk song? 
it felt like a whole set. It felt like a send up of like pop radio rock. Yeah. Like with that little filter that. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. the guitar sounds like uh, going back to, you know, America's favorite wrecking ball, Miley Cyrus. That guitar intro almost felt like Party in the USA. Yeah. It feels oh, like yeah. pop radio. Dun, 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 dun. But like, why? Like, it feels like they were just they just thought this was really funny. But then they keep some of that guitar throughout the song. Like, oh, and then right here. There's a snap uh-huh. right when it drops. Uh-huh. Like, what is that? What is this intro? All right, this this whole song is kind of like this. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and like play my cards on on these two songs. I think they like threw everything at the wall. Like they were like everything with a kitchen sink on these songs. Let's go, like crazy. TJ's back. Let's do everything exactly. Like- <laughs> and I don't know if it works. I don't know if I like it. Don't think it does on this song for me. Because TJ's say. back and it's cool, but it's like. It feels, I don't know, messy, kind of. It's complicated. It's like too complicated for the ear to follow. Well, and for we me talked personally. about this on other things. Yeah, it, like the song doesn't seem like it knows what it is. No. Like they're just trying to do everything with it. Yeah. And yeah. Like, like a lot of the one, guitar licks feel like stuff Cody did on Hell or High Water or, you know, maybe some of the rockier stuff on Son I Loved You. But like. Yeah. A lot of the other elements feel very, like, metal. Yeah, like, okay, so for me, it feels like they were trying to go for the radio single sound. Yes. But, like, at a certain point, they could only go so far with it because, like, I want to, like, I think this song is, like, super terrible. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, is this the worst ACB song? But then I listen (laughs) to it, and there's still parts of it that I do enjoy. Yeah. So I think, like, they were going full-on sellout radio rock, but their talent took over. And didn't let them fully commit. Oh, that's if, good. If only <laughs> Undroth had the same experience when making Erase Me. Ooh. Uh, yeah, dude. Erase Me Ooh, is shots rough. Shots fired, Josh. Shots I'll fired. I'll say it, it all is, day. It is, it is rough. No, I remember <laughs> I, I remember when Erase Me came out, and I was so excited. I was going to Japan, and I remember texting Josh from the airport because I was listening to it. And then I, I was just like, I remember that morning, I was like, dude, download it, erase me. going to listen on this flight to Japan. I started listening in the airport, and I was like, what the fuck is <laughs> no, this? I oh, have no. a screenshot of it. It was the perfect thing. <laughs> I had, like, just put on the record. I'm, like, a 30 seconds to 90 seconds into the first song, and I get a text from Kyle, and it says, dude, oh, yeah. screw this new Under Oath record. <laughs> yeah. So I basically, screenshotted I said, it because it was just said, the perfect it, moment. So basically what we're saying is Prince of Planet Earth is the best song on Erase Me. It is, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it predates Erase Me, yeah, but I don't know, it's rough. Like, what are they thinking? Well, at this? the end they do that punk beat, and it's like, come back, kid, but not? It's like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, do they know what they're I don't doing? Either I don't think they do. Probably not. I don't think they do. The lyrics are pretty bad. Yeah, like they're pretty cringy in this one. Mm-hmm. The one part I we're gonna talk a lot of trash. I will say I like the interpolation again, calling back to kind of what we talked about on "Dust from My Lips" by yours, my sin is purge. Like whatever that one is. Oh, the first track on mm-hmm. "Son I Loved You" is that they do the interpolation of when the states go marching in of like, oh, how I want to be in that number. Mm-hmm. just not when saints lose heads and i love that like taking that but then like turning it on its head if you will mm-hmm. of like then turning like oh you want to be in the number but not when like the bad stuff happens and then mm-hmm. at the same time there's like a sweet guitar like happening so like that's like the saving grace of this song for me yeah and there are some other cool moments and like the elements i like but overall it's but overall it's kind of it's a pretty messy yeah i don't think it works man 
which bums me out, but you know, especially if this is the first song, like you're like TJ's back, ACB's back together, and then like they come out with this, and you're like, oh, what? What's, what's <laughs> happening here, guys? Yeah. And for me, as a big yeah. Hawkboy fan, like when those EPs came out, then hearing this, like a handful of years later, it's like, what happened? Like, I don't know. It right. just threw me for a loop, man. I think oh, I've yeah. only heard these songs maybe like twice and before now, like listening for this. I had never heard them. You never had? I love that. I had never they heard them until this episode. fresh years. Yeah. Um, I, I cracked up through all of Prince of Planet Earth because it felt like a joke. It does. Like it, Musically it and lyrically. It, or one yeah, more than the other. Yeah, it felt like a joke. Mm. Kind of, mostly like the production. The production, it felt like... Is that like, the weakest part for you? Yeah, it just, it feels like... I initially, like, I thought it was a joke, <laughs> making fun of, like, pop rock, like radio mm-hmm. rock. But I don't know. It, it's like it doesn't even know if it's a joke or if it's trying to be serious. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe we'll get some clarity if we move on to <laughs> our second sure we will. ACB single. Goldman, Matt Goldman. Uh, Goldman. <laughs> Wait, what? I wish. It's in honor of him. Goldman. Oh, these are. I talked about that these were produced by. It's credited as Jay Hall, who I have no idea who Jay Hall is. So this is like the only work in ACB's discography that has not been produced by Matt Goldman or Tyler Orr. This song is so much better. So much better. It is better. This one, this one felt like this is what they should have just come out with of like our reunion with TJ. Like, because it, the, it starts kind of the way you'd expect, like an ACB song, like post Hell or High Water, mm-hmm. like with Cody's vocal coming mm-hmm. in. And then TJ's vocal comes in like pretty like harsh in the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the guitars go to this kind of like very post hardcore, very like "Son, I yes. Loved You" kind of guitar line. Um, but everything's like slowed down a little bit. It feels a little more mature. Mm-hmm. Like this feels like a reunion song. Mm-hmm. And we still have some of those hooky vocals, like that we've come right. to know and love. Yeah. And then there's the crazy, like fun, like arpeggiated synth. Oh, I love that. Like, towards yeah. The end, like, but I feel like it. it like I love. It's like that. a new introduction, a new addition to their sound. But I think it fits. Whereas, like in right. Prince of Planet Earth, they're just doing a lot of new stuff that like doesn't work. I totally think that arpeggiated synth works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's so good. This song's really good. Here's how I described it. Listening to these two songs, because I actually did. I did Goldmine, Prince of Planet Earth, and Goldmine, Prince of Planet Earth. And it was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this on the first listen of Goldmine. Prince Planet Earth, I was like, nope, nope, nope. Second listen yeah. of Goldmine, I was like, it's like when you see, when you look at those optical illusion pictures that have a bunch of dot patterns and you're trying, you're trying to find like a hidden image, you know? It was like, finally, I turned the picture right or I like turned my eyes right so I could see the image. That was the, my second listen of Goldmine. And then I lost it again as soon as I put Prince of Planet Earth back on. Was it yeah. just because you heard Prince <laughs> yeah. of Planet Earth that it automatically made Goldmine sound so much better? It might have been comparative. Yeah. <laughs> it could have, that, that could have weighed in. I don't know. But I did like this one a lot better. Yeah. I listened to Goldmine before Prince of Planet Earth. 
and yeah, I just I I, I enjoyed it a lot more. Yes, yeah, definitely. Works. Especially if it coming out second, it came out second, so you're like a little more relieved. Like, okay, good. ACB's not totally like off the rails, and like you can have one right, weird right. song as you're coming back figuring out your sound. Right. But like right. the whole like last two minutes of this song are like like I don't know if I could take these top two minutes out, like this could be in my top ten ACB. Like this oh, is wow. a yeah. great moment in ACB's discography in my mind. Just those two minutes. Yeah, I love the yeah the lines of show me what to close my mind around, and then mm. how TJ is kind of like doing his kind of call and response vocals to what right. Cody's saying. You get the synth in there. You get some sweet Lunsford drums. It's like mm-hmm. building. The energy is just like keeps going up and up and up. Yep. Like I love how this song ends. And like to me, mm. the beginning of this song leading up to it is just all just to get to this part, and that's right. what the yep. meat of this song is. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I will say I didn't know because there's no credits on the Bandcamp version, but in I w- looked up the YouTube lyric videos for them, and then it does have pictures of Chris Lott and Colin Kimball with them. So this is mm-hmm. like the lineup, the same lineup as, well, I guess it wouldn't have ever been this lineup because Chris was never in the band when uh, TJ was. So right. the first time TJ oh, and yeah. Aaron, TJ and uh, Chris have been in the band at the same time. Together. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. So it was fun seeing them. I couldn't remember because I remember... On the tour, I think Stephen Keach was playing bass for them, but there was one or two songs that Colin Kimball came out and played bass with them. I think Keach was playing bass on that tour, if I remember correctly. Nice. Dig it. Well, guys, we're almost done. We're almost done with our Acidies Burn miniseries. We're rounding the bend. We took a little tangent into Hawkboy Town and circled back through... Goldmine Drive. It was a wide road. Like and a, then, like a, and then <laughs> yeah, traveled down the wide road. Uh, so yeah, so do we have any final thoughts on, on Hawkboy slash these uh, ACB singles? I just want to say like a little peek behind the pop filter because like I was really torn between like where do we put these two Hawk, uh, these two Hawkboy, these two ACB songs? Like do we include that like ACB's back? And do we do these two and Scream Through the Walls? But I, I like putting them all kind of like in the weird in-between time between Hell or High, yeah. the, between the yeah. proper third and fourth LP of like, yep. you have Hawkboy right. and the two singles that have never been publicly released. They're not even on streaming. They're still on Bandcamp. Yeah. Listen yeah. to them there, buy them there. But I don't know. Weird that ACB hasn't put them up on streaming because maybe they're like, I don't well, Those were kind of experiments. And I, I heard Lunsford say or saw him say that they tried to work with the songs and like develop them into fitting them onto Scream Through the Walls or at least one of them, I would guess Goldmine. But it just didn't mm-hmm. really work. So that's why they are only just singles. They weren't ever on a proper release. And I'll say I'm I'm glad we did it this way, especially because it's kind of priming me, I think, for Scream Through the Walls. And it's like I'm curious to see if they went like when we go back to that album, I'm curious to see if it is gonna feel like they're just throwing stuff at the walls without any plan or purpose or intentionality or if they like really land it because it could work or if this was just kind of like these two singles are like kind of priming the pump of like all right let's kind of work out the kinks get back into this mode yeah yeah so i'm 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 excited for that me too well i think that's it for this episode so we'll see you next time when we cover our last Acidies Burn album, Scream Through the Walls. Uh, in the meantime, if you enjoy this, 
check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash churchjamsnowpodcast, as well as follow us on social media. We got lots of fun things going on there. Uh, Church Jams Now on everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know. May all your favorite bands stay together, and peace out, motherfuckers. Hawkboy credits. Hawkboy is Cody Bonnet and Aaron Lunsford. Pirate Blues, written by Hawkboy and As Cities Burn. Are you the man now? ASCAP and Thirsty Moon River, ASCAP. Produced and engineered by Tyler Orr at First Street Studio in Cleveland, Tennessee. Mixed by Matthew McClellan at Glow in the Dark Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. Guitar, bass, and vocals, Cody Bonnet. Drums and Percussion, Aaron Lunsford. Additional Production and Engineering by Cody Bonnet on Synth and Bass Tracks. Executive Producer, Christopher Garman. All songs written and performed by Hawkboy. Copyright, 2011, Regenerate Music Company. All rights reserved. Cover Art by Tyler Schwint. Layout by Jonathan Cottrell. King Folly Credits. Hawkboy is Cody Bonnet and Aaron Lunsford. Produced, engineered, and mixed by Matt Goldman at Glow in the Dark Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. Guitar and vocals, Cody Bonnet. Drums and percussion, Aaron Lunsford. Piano and other noises, Matt Goldman. Additional engineering by Matthew McClellan. Executive producer, Christopher Garman. All songs written and performed by Hawkboy. Copyright 2011. Regenerate Music Company, all rights reserved. Cover art by Tyler Schwint. Layout by Jonathan Cottrell. <laughs> <laughs>